You're listening to Eureka on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Entrepreneurs. I'm Tom Edwards. Today, we're off to northern Portugal. Nina Grunkowski is the founder of tea company Chá Camellia. After a Eureka moment during a radio interview she was conducting with a Swiss tea grower, the German decided to swap journalism for starting a tea plantation in her adopted home of Portugal. Based north of Porto, Chá Camellia today produces organic artisanal green tea, as well as a line of quality kombucha as it looks to spread tea culture across the Iberian nation. When I started to work as journalist, right in the beginning, I had the feeling that one day I really should do something real. Several years, I loved my job, but when I started living in Portugal and I got a bit tired to travel between Portugal and Germany for working for the German radio, I remembered myself of the old dream of doing something real, but I didn't know what it could be. So I was walking around a little bit. My husband is a wine producer, so obviously it shouldn't be wine. <laughs> I wanted to do something different. And during an interview, journalism is really a cool job. During an interview with an expert in tea, Peter Obliger in Switzerland, who has a small tea plantation, I found out that the tea plant is a species of Camellia, Camellia sinensis. And I almost destroyed the interview because I got so excited about the possibility to plant tea in Portugal. After the interview, luckily, he confirmed me that the tea plant could grow in regions where the flower camellias are also growing. And he offered me my first plant. I arrived home and the idea was born. Studying about tea a little bit more, I found out this is going to be a long-term project because the tea plant needs five years to grow before first harvest and then tea production is quite complex. From the same leaves of the same plant, you can produce all colors of tea, white, green, black, yellow, and that means it's in real art to create these flavors. It's not just with herbal teas, you dry the leaf and it has a certain taste. You have to really create it. And therefore, we looked out for partners who know what they are doing and we contacted Japanese producers because this is our favorite person and favorite tea. We met Hario and Shigeru-san Morimoto in the south of Japan who accompanied our project right from the beginning. They also helped us with the cultivation because this is the other difficult part that in Europe you can't go to a gardener and ask for thousands of tea plants. You can't even get one. Our biggest challenge was where to get the tea plants. Our plan was to plant one hectare of tea, which needs 12,000 plants. We did two trials in Japan to import tea plants from Japan, which officially is not forbidden, it's possible. But uh, nobody never wanted to decide what nobody has never done before. So it climbed up the ladder of responsibilities and nobody ever authorized it. And in between, luckily we didn't stop. I met a camellia expert at, in one of the big camellia expositions here in Portugal. We have lots of collectors of camellia plants. He confirmed me he has tea plants in his collection. 
and I got super excited <laughs> because he also confirmed me that he could help me propagate small plants from seeds and cuttings. And because we couldn't proceed with the import from Japan, we started creating plants ourselves with help of the gardener. I'm really proud of that because in the beginning it seemed a mission impossible. But within four years, we managed to get 12,000 plants and plant one hectare. So from Camellia sinensis, you can produce all colors of tea. In our case, we keep it with the Japanese logic, first doing one thing right. So we concentrate for now completely on green tea production. We are doing three green teas from different moments of tea picking. One like pre-first flush, of the very smallest leaves in spring, then the spring flush, second flush, then in summer. So three different. This year, for the first time, we experimented also a tea which is not steamed. All our other teas are inspired by Japan and are steamed teas to keep the green in the leaf. And this year we invented a fourth tea which is not steamed. It's just dry heated in a very hot pan. So when we started growing tea in Portugal, many people called us completely crazy. We did not just stop with the crazy part of the planting. We really like to invent new things. And one of the new adventures we started five years ago is our pipasha. Pipasha is a tea which is aged in port wine barrels. And we chose a semi-oxidized oolong tea for storing it for six months, maturing it in port wine barrels. And as tea has the natural tendency to absorb the flavors of the ambience, it takes over the flavors of the barrel and the port wine. And after six months, we say it's a happy marriage between the two flavors. And next to pipasha, we also um, went further with a naturally fermented kombucha, which is based on high-quality green teas from our Japanese partners. We try to work with the philosophy less is more, so we try not to add any more flavors. We try to let the tea play the dominant role. Tea making has to do a lot with learning by doing. You can read books, there's not so many, uh, but when I learned with Shigeru-san from Japan, he always, when I asked questions, he said, it could be this and this or that and that. You have to find out. And I was almost getting crazy because every day he told me something different. And now being on the practical side of tea production, we have made this year our fourth harvest and it's very, very many days of harvesting. So you produce every day the same way, but you learn every day something different. That was Nina Grunkowski, the founder of tea company Shakamelia. To find out more, head to shakamelia.com. This programme was mixed and edited by Jack Dewars. My thanks to him as ever. And of course, thanks once again to Nina and all at Shakamelia. And finally, special thanks to Ivan Carvalho for his reporting from northern Portugal. And Ivan will have another special dispatch for us in a couple of weeks' time. Do be sure in the meantime to catch the main Entrepreneurs Show on Wednesdays at 20.00 London time. But that's all for now. 
goodbye, and thanks for listening to Eureka.